Be delighted this holiday season at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops, light displays, hot chocolate, and a warm treat. The winter village offers playtime for the entire family. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 17th. Get your tickets now at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Everybody on every platform, apologize for the delay. Had a little bit of a connection challenge, but uh, we got that figured out. Come on in, everybody, everywhere, and speak to me as you come in. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share. When you share, people get saved. Come on, y'all should be ready, because we're starting five minutes behind. We don't normally ever start late, of course, as you know, but just a little connection issue that we got worked out. Come on in, everybody, every platform. Speak to me as you come in. Let me know where you're watching from. Antioch, California, good to see you. Come on in, y'all. Let me know where you're watching from, where you're watching from. Let's go. Aurora, good to see you. Come on in, everybody. Come on, already with the fire. Theo, let's go. Orlando. I'll be in Orlando um, taping the Sassandra show tomorrow. It's in my Instagram story. You can be a part of that actual, that live studio audience, too. So, if you're interested in that, if you're in the Orlando area, come on, Maryland. Good to see you. Denver. Welcome. Come on in, everybody. Speak to me as you come in. UK. Good to see you from Denver for the week. Gotcha. Enjoy your time in Denver for the week. If you're there on Wednesday, join me in person in Wednesday, on Wednesday. 3590 Grape Street, uh, Denver, Colorado, 8020 something. But anyway, you can uh, be a part of that. Come on. I see Orlando's in the building. More Orlando. We got some Orlando in here. Come on. We got ATL, Orlando, Aurora, ATL. Shalom to you, everybody. Come on in. So good to see you. Shalom. Crystal, come on. Erica, come on. Mike in Dallas. Come on, everybody, everywhere. Speak to me as you come in. TikTok, let me get you to tap that share button uh, so that more people can come and be a part uh, over there on TikTok. 3590 Grape Street, 80207. There it is. I knew it was a 207 in there. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, can I create jokes on the live taping? Uh, I have nothing to do with that. All right. So listen, guys, again, apologies for the late start. I had just a little bit of a, uh, somebody said H sound stands for hot temperatures. Tennessee, welcome. Glad that you're on. So listen, uh, pleasure. Oh, awesome. 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 Um, so listen, um, I knew we we're starting just a couple of minutes late. So I'm gonna give you a few minutes to share. When you share, as you know, people get saved. But one of the things um, that I want to mention to you is if you don't have our app, get our app. Can I get somebody to put that over here? Text Harvest to 55498 over here. Somebody do the same thing over here. Text Harvest to 55498. That way you can get our app. Uh, app is the best way to stay connected to everything Harvest Church related. It's the best way to stay connected. What's going on, Wichita Falls? Good to see you. Come on, or, uh, Atlanta. Welcome. Memphis, Tennessee. Good to see you. Come on in, Brian. Let's go. Come on, Chrissy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's pin that to make it on the 27th. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, Jimmy, miss you too. All right, come on. So listen, let me say last night, we had a time. We had a time. 
God met us last night uh, for the pop-up in Denver. Yesterday was an amazing day of ministry. In the morning, online, 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. And then in the evening, of course, at, um, at uh, 6 o'clock and uh, evening and Eastern time, 4 p.m. Mountain time. I had a little bit of a delayed start, just a little bit of a technical issue that popped up out of nowhere. But what I love about God and what I love about who we are is we keep it moving. And you drop that in the comments, keep it moving. How many of you, you either were in person or you watched the experience from last night? Wave at me. Uh, God met us and we took the word that I released yesterday morning online only. We took that word a whole nother further and it was absolutely amazing. And so to God be the glory for that. Now, listen. If you um, didn't, come on, look at all that fire. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Don't forget, we're going to be back in Atlanta for another pop-up on the 27th, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Need you to be in the building. It's going to be phenomenal. Need you to tell, as they say, Lottie, Dottie, and everybody, it was uh, it was just a great move of God. People gave their lives to the Lord last night, which was awesome and uh, phenomenal. And thank you to those um, that uh, on this particular trip, we didn't have many of our Jimber team that came um and uh but thank you for those that did i appreciate your serve and then of course on the 27th we'll have much more from our different team that'll be there so it's amazing all right so yes many people gave their lives to the lord all right so it was amazing and uh oh brian you ain't seen nothing yet oh let, let me not be backed up against the clock and that's what we're going to see on the 27th. The 27th uh, is going to be a night that's um, going to be powerful, but it's going to be a night that's all, uh, as we're going to be wrapping up the series, Detox. And we're going to be talking about, and I'll tell you more about it as we get closer to it, uh, but the 27th, um, uh, it's going to be amazing, all right? So um, in Atlanta, so all you got to do is text Harvest to 55498 and the option for Atlanta. Get the information, you can register that way or just go to harvestchurch.church and you can certainly register that way. This Upcoming Wednesday, let me just get these announcements out of the way so we can go in and we can pray. This upcoming Wednesday, uh, we will be uh, in person, in line, in line, in Denver, in person, in Denver, 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern. Uh, the word's going to be amazing. Um, and so if you're in Denver, join me at 3590 Grape Street or, of course, online. All right. And then what else? Don't forget, we've got a Dreams Masterclass. Wave at me if sometimes you have dreams. And you're like, I don't know what this dream is, but I know this dream is something. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I know it's something. Wave at me as you. I was yelling so loud, my praise, I had to close my windows. Listen, come on here. Um, I want to encourage you. Um, I'm going to keep, and you got to hear this, I'm going to um, end up reducing the size in terms of how many will let in that class, because I want to uh, have the opportunity to actually walk some people through their dreams. But I want to encourage you to get registered for that master class about dreams and how God speaks through dreams. There are uh, nine, or excuse me, seven ways that the Bible teaches that God speaks, and one of those is dreams. So I want to encourage you to get registered. April says, no voice today. That's all right. That's good. Um, listen, can I teach you the power of that? Sometimes when you can't say anything, it's because God doesn't want you, listen carefully, and I know you're saying because you were shouting, but let me give you a revelation. Sometimes um, when you can't say anything, it is because you're like Zechariah. God wants to restrict what you do say, so what you say doesn't kill what he's trying to birth. Um, and I know you were saying something different, but just to give you some revelation to that. 
So I want to encourage you to get registered for that. How do you do that? You get, again, text Harvest to 55498. You can register that way. Go to church, and you'll be able to register for that Dreams, How God Speaks Through Dreams Masterclass. That's coming up next week. All right? That's coming up next week. All right? This is an Alpha and Omega. This is a lion. All right? To the question about what are my rings. This is a lion, too. All right? Y'all ready to pray? Let's pray. Um, so this month, our series is focusing on detoxing on detoxing and as we're focusing on detoxing it's not just a detox it's a divine detox drop that in the comments a divine detox and a divine detox is different than just a normal detox a normal detox is going to deal with the natural a divine detox is going to deal with the spiritual and the natural so this month our whole focus is to deal with both the spiritual and the natural um, things that have become toxins to us so the spiritual part is the root all right, the root, that's who you really are. You and I are spirits. The Bible says that we are made in the image and in the likeness of God. God is a speaking spirit. So the real you is a spirit. So when we deal with the spirit of an issue, we're dealing with the root of an issue. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless you, we honor you, we thank you. We thank you that this is the day you have made. We have one choice, and our choice is to rejoice and be made glad in it. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for this month. This eighth month, this month of August, this eighth calendar month, which really in the spirit, uh, this month uh, represents a new beginning. Eight is the biblical number of a new beginning. And in this month, you are literally giving us a divine detox so that we can rid ourselves and we can abstain from things that are toxic. We're dealing with the spiritual root, God. I pray, God, that everything that is in us that needs to be uprooted, everything that is in us that needs to be handled everything that is in us that has any root god we thank you that you are detoxing us from the root to the fruit come on y'all you are detoxing us from the root to the fruit the root is the spiritual side but the fruit is the natural side we thank you god that this month you are detoxing us even as it relates to the natural side so we'll deal with why it's that way and we'll deal with what it's become we'll deal with why we are drawn to what we're drawn to and we'll deal with what it's become we will deal with the root and the fruit this month so that when we exit the month of august we are totally toxin free come on y'all and we know that it's possible because in first kings chapter 5 verse 4 king solomon said that there's peace all around him and there are no enemies and the next thing he does is he builds you a temple pay attention when we're not toxic, this means that we can build what God has sent us to build. When we're not toxic, this means we can focus on what God has sent us to focus on. When we're not toxic, that means we can tap into purpose. When we're not toxic, that means that we can become everything that God has ordained for us to be. So we declare by the end of this month, come on, I need your faith strong in prayer tonight. And by the end of this month, that we will be toxin free head to toe, left to right, every area of our individuality, we will be toxin free. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Can I get everybody to drop a hallelujah right there in the comments, wherever you're at, wherever you're at, wherever you are at. Father, we bless you that you would forgive us for our sin. We confess our sin before you because you are faithful and you are just to forgive us. This is what you said in 1 John chapter 1. So we confess our sin before you, God. We repent right now. Repent. We again pitch to the top, to the best. We get back to the best version of ourselves and we are our best when we confess. We are our best when we don't try to hide what we've done from you, but we bring it to you and say, God, like David, 
that we have sinned. You literally said David was a man after your own heart because every time David would sin and fail and make a mistake, David would get it right. I pray and we are those that get it right. Don't let us sit in sin long. Don't let us sit in sin long. When you sit in your own mess for too long, the mess can begin to feel like that's how life is supposed to be. When you sit in your own mess for too long, life can feel like this is the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to have a stench. It's supposed to be odious. But we declare that's not who we will be. We are those that will repent. We are those that will confess. We are those that will not hide our sin from you, God, but that will bring it to you and we will say, we give you our sin. That's fruit. That's fruit. That's fruit. And we ask you to fix the root of why it is that we reach. Sin is an illegitimate response to a legitimate need. The legitimacy of the need is why we have to detox from the root. But the illegitimacy of the response is why we also have to detox from the fruit. And we thank you for it, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that in this eighth month that there will be a new beginning in us, not just around us, but in us, let us be wiser. Let us be smarter. Let us be more spiritual. Let us be more faithful. Let us be more consistent. Let us be more mindful of the things of God. Let there be a new beginning in us. Don't let us exit the month of August the same way that we came into the month of August. We tell you tonight that we repent. We confess our sin before you. And you said, God, that you are faithful and you are just. You are faithful and you are just. You are faithful to us, God, which means that you won't turn your back on us. So we ask that you forgive us for turning our back on you. Come on, y'all, let's pray. We pray, God, that we will remain faithful to you because you are faithful to us. We will remain consistent to you because you are consistent to us. We will remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray, God, that when we confess and when we repent, that there is no condemnation. Your word says that there is now no no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, which means that the Holy Spirit convicts us. You do not condemn us. Conviction says you can be and do so much greater, but condemnation says you are so much less than. You are a God that convicts you don't condemn. You are a God that convicts you don't condemn. You are a God that convicts you don't condemn. So I pray that there be no shame. I pray that there be no conviction or condemnation, excuse me, I pray that there be nothing that would make us think that we are too far from you. I come against the feeling of being far from you. I come against the feeling that you're not there. You said you are a very present help in a time of trouble. You said that you are a very present help in a time of trouble, not just in a time of trouble, but in time, you are a very present help in time, which means that you are always there. I pray that we would awaken to the awareness of your presence, that we would awaken to the awareness of where you're at and how you're moving. Make us sensitive. Make us sensitive, God, to where you're at and how you're moving and what you're saying and what you're doing. Sensitize us to your presence. Sensitize us to your spirit. Sensitize us to your leading. You said that if we would uh, yield in all that ways, acknowledge you and you would direct our past. That's Psalm, uh, Proverbs 3. So we tell you we yield. And because we yield to your will and because we yield to who you you are. This means, God, that we will always be in your will because we yield to your will. Make us sensitive. Awaken us. Let us see. Let us sense. Let us perceive. 
Don't let us be deaf. Don't let us be dumb. Don't let us ignore. Don't let us be blind to what it is that you are doing in us and what it is that you are doing around us. Let us get it. I pray that we would have consistent aha moments this month. Come on, y'all pray with me. We even have consistent aha moments. What's an aha moment? I get it now. Oh, it makes sense now. I didn't understand it before. I didn't understand it then. I didn't understand why, but it makes sense now. Oh, I see why this has to be this way. Oh, I see why I went through that. Let us have consistent aha moments this month because there's a new beginning in us and a new beginning around us. You are faithful and you are just to forgive us of sin. This is where we make mistakes. This is why we have to be cognizant of your presence. This is why we have to be sensitive to your presence. This is why... But you also not only forgive us for sin, but you are the God that forgives us for iniquity. This is generational sin and it's passed down and around. Forgive us, God, for practicing the curses we were sent to break. Forgive us, God, for practicing the issues and practicing the things that have been passed down and passed around to us. We declare we're the curse breakers. Y'all pray with me tonight. We declare that we are the interruption to the dysfunction in our bloodline, the dysfunction in our friend groups, the dysfunction in our communities, and it's dysfunction in our cities. It's on us. Just like Joseph, it was on him. The Bible says in the book of Genesis that when you went to record the history of Jacob, you skipped over the first 10 sons of Jacob and you said, this is the history of Jacob, Joseph. This is the history of Jacob, Joseph, which means that when you record the history of our bloodlines, when you record the history of our families, you will say, and this is the history of Foreman, Bishop Kevin Foreman, and this is the history of the Virgin family, Ray. I'm going to call your names if I see you in the comments. And this is the history of the Terry family, Brian. And this is the history of the Griffin family, Crystal. And this is the history of the Kennedys, Christina. And this is the history of the Hulk Sheena. And this is the history. This is the history of the family. It will begin with us. It's on us. It was on David who would become the first king ever to exist in his bloodline. It's on us. We need, can I get you to drop your last name in the comments? Drop your last name in the comments. And this is the history. I'm going to call some of your names out of the Powells. It's on April. And this is the history of the uh, Allens, it's on Takesha, and this is the history of, of the Browns, it's on Tiana, and this is the history of the McCurries, it's on Agnes, and we thank you for it now, in Jesus' name, forgive us for iniquity, we are sent to interrupt it, we are sent to break it, and we declare that we understand the assignment, and that we fulfill the assignment, in Jesus' name, and finally, Father, we ask you to forgive us, for transgression. Transgression is where we have willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. Let me ask that you forgive us for that tonight, God. And we pray that we would be obedient. Lock obedience into us. Let it feel bad when we think disobedience. Come on, I'm about to teach you how to give an elaborated prayer. God, let it feel bad when we're about to disobey. Let it feel bad to us. Let that be an indication this is wrong because you will give us a feeling that indicates that it is wrong. Do not let us be comfortable in disobedience. Do not let us be comfortable in transgressing. To transgress is to willfully deviate from what we knew to be right. Don't let us feel good. Our cars now, many of the cars have what are called lane assist. And a lane assist means 
that when it feels you drifting, it's going to snatch you back over. It's going to force the car to move. I pray that the Holy Ghost would give us lane assistance. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the scripture says that he would put us in remembrance of the things that we were taught. Holy Ghost. We ask that you put us in remembrance of what we're taught so that when we're trying to veer off into transgression, that it don't feel good. That when we're trying to veer off down a road, we ought not go down and it doesn't feel good. That when we're trying to say something, we ought not say, don't let it feel good. Come on, y'all better pray with me. That when we're about to do something, we have no business doing. Don't let it feel good. In the name of Jesus, give us lane assist. You said that the Holy Ghost, you'd be our guide lane assist. You said that the Holy Spirit would be our, our convictor, lane assist. You said that the Holy Spirit, he would be our trainer, lane assist. You said that the Holy Spirit would be our comforter, lane assist. You said that the Holy Spirit, what is the Holy Spirit? It's you. It is you and your spiritual expressive form. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. There is one God that has manifested himself as Father, manifested himself as Son, manifested himself as Holy Spirit. It's not a junior God. It's not a lesser God. It is God. It is God. You are God. And that same God that created the heavens and the earth chooses to make your home in us. Therefore, God, let us carry as temples of the Holy Ghost. Let us carry that with a responsibility. Let us carry that with a sense of responsibility. Let us carry that with a sense of gratitude. Let us carry that to bring glory to your name in everything that we do. And for that, we say thank you. Come on, y'all. We're going to come up for breath. In Jesus' name, we pray. Drop an amen in the comments right there. Everybody on every platform, wherever you're at, drop an amen in those comments. Listen, if you haven't shared on every platform, I need you to share. I need way more of you to share with it on Facebook, way more of you to share with it on YouTube and our app, our website. You make sure you share to TikTok. Tap that screen and share over here on IG. You make sure you use a little triangle at the bottom and you share too. Hey, listen, um, we gather together every single Monday night to pray. Of course, um, we have daily pop-ups and that's why you want to get the app so you'll get notified when we do the pop-up. I'll do a pop-up tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be, I leave at dark 30 to go to Orlando tomorrow to take the Sassandra show, which is really cool. She's had people like uh, Patty LaBelle and a bunch of others uh, that have been on the show. And so I'm super excited to be uh, on that show uh, tomorrow. Matter of fact, let me see if I can pull it up real fast. Um, the Sassandra Luke show. And uh, this is really cool because one of the things I like about it is that it's, I listen to me, y'all, and you, we're going to cover this in prayer. I'm not going to just be talking to a church audience tomorrow. I'm going to be talking um, to people who may or may not know. The, the, uh -oh. I just <laughs> hit play on it. I'm going to be, she's had the bad girls club on here. She's had uh, all kinds of people that are on here. People from P Valley, uh, uh, all kind of people. Money, Muni Long, the Hours and Hours girl. She's been on here. Uh, Jill Scott's been on. Uh, who is this? A uh, whole bunch of folks that have been on there. I mentioned Patty LaBelle, LaBelle uh, Dwayne Wade. Uh, they've had all kind of stuff. Uh, that's been on this show, that's been on the show. And so I'm excited about it. And here's why I'm excited about it, because um, this is going to be a not just a church audience. So we're going to get an opportunity uh, to reach people outside of the realm of those that know the Lord. Is anybody else excited? Because where I go, we go. You better hear me. 
this is thank God for the but God yeah, where I go, we go. Uh, and so I'm super excited about them. I'm trying to see some of the other ones that they've had. They've had uh, all these different people. BB Winings has been on there. Nina's is it Nina Simone has been on here too. Is that Nina? Is it? Okay, I, I, I'm just reading the names. Um, who else? Uh, Yolanda Adams has been on here. Uh, a whole bunch of people have been on uh, this show. So I'm super excited about it. I'm going to ask that you do this. I'm going to ask that you pray uh, for me and with me. And we're going to pray over this that uh, I just fulfilled the assignment. Uh, anywhere I go, I'm going uh, to take the kingdom. You got it? And so I'm just super excited about that. It's one thing to preach to people who know the Lord, to edify. It's another thing to step into an environment that may not necessarily be the case, but I understand that that's the assignment. Come on, uh, let's cover it. Father, in Jesus' name, we cover the assignment tomorrow. We pray that, Lord, you give me exactly the words to say, that you'd give me exactly what to do, that you'd give me exactly what needs to happen in that environment, God, so that you get the glory. Come on, y'all pray with me, so that you get the glory. Number one. Number two, God, I pray that what I say, what I speak, what I do, that people would be would come to you. I'm not just going for to uh, expand my name. I'm going to push your name. I'm not going just for the sake of Bishop Foreman. I'm going for the God that Bishop Foreman serves and represents. So in Jesus' name, we thank you for it and we bless you for it. I pray that people would give their lives to you. Let the response from that show that we take, let the response exceed any responses they've ever seen from any other show. Y'all come on, let the response from that show exceed anything that they've ever seen done before. To my knowledge, I'm the first pastor that have, will have ever been on that show. So in Jesus' name, God, you have called me to be a pioneer. Come on. A pioneer is one that goes in and that paves new and sets new territory, Father. So I pray that we go, that you direct my, my steps, Psalm 37, 23, that you order my words, that people come to you and let the response, Father, let it be the highest they've ever seen, not for my glory but for your glory. In Jesus' name, I pray for safe travels. I pray for safe flights. I pray for safe car rides. I pray that everything happens exactly as you would ordain for it to be. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, can you just say, have your way? Can I get you to respond that way? Have your way. I want the Lord to have his way. Um, you know, whenever you sometimes step into, into situations like that, and I'll find out all of exactly what they'll do. I understand they have a couple of segments and things that they'll have together uh, for that, you know. Um, but I'm excited to represent God's skin. I'm just looking. They've had Lisa McClendon on there. Uh, I just, just keep kept looking. It's a whole thing. So I've had a lot of great people that have been on that show. Uh, and I'm excited. I am. I'm the first pastor that's ever been on that show. And to my knowledge. And so to God be the glory for that. All right. God's going to be glorified. It's a taping tomorrow. So we'll let you know when it airs and all of that. All right. Let's push further. Let's push further. So yesterday, yesterday's message uh, was called the spirit of infirmity. Part one was in the morning online. Yesterday evening was part two. We went deeper uh, into that word in part two and focused on what you are becoming or what you are becoming. So I want to cover this in prayer because whenever you begin to detox, everybody listen, and it's a divine detox, you have to ensure 
you have to ensure that the detox ready is complete. What do you mean? You don't want to leave any of the toxin or any of the poison present because that, watch me, it only takes a little poison to go a long way. Wait, bet me if you ever got a little bleach, a little bleach, excuse me, in some laundry and that little bit of bleach ended up damaging way more than it looked like the, the, the bleach was. You had a little cap full of bleach. But that little cap full of beach that wasn't supposed to get in those clothes and that was left over from the previous load. Wave at me at two times if you've ever washed some clothes and you put in some colored clothes with no bleach, but there was bleach left over from the previous load that got on the new clothes. Okay. Um, for many, what happens is is that if you don't let the work of God be complete in you and you don't let the detox be complete complete in you, then you will have leftover. You'll have remnants of toxins and remnants of things that are poisonous. And it only takes a little poison to go a long way. It only takes a little toxic to go a long way. It only takes a little bit to go a long way. So I pray, God, that what you do in us and through us this month, God, in divine detox, that it be thorough. Mm, come on, y'all, let's pray. That it be thorough. Don't let there be any residue. Don't let there be any residual. You said Psalm 138 and 8 that you will complete or you will com perfect those things that concern us, which means you won't leave a little. You are the God that you will take us from A to Z. You said you're the author and you're the finisher of our faith. You said that you are the beginning and the end. You said that you that have begun a good work in us, you will complete it. So tonight, God, we ask that as you detox us, complete it, do it fully. Don't leave anything on the table. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Everybody drop an amen right there. Everybody drop an amen right there. So yesterday's message was called the spirit of infirmity, detoxing from the spirit of infirmity. Part one was in the morning. Part two, I did um, in the evening from Atlanta. Now listen carefully. Let me tell you why this is important. I taught you from John chapter five about a man that had been sitting, waiting for something to happen for 38 years. He was waiting for something, look at me, that he didn't need. And if you're like, Mr. What are you talking about? He didn't need it. He didn't need it. You got a text harvest to 55498 and go watch the message, listen to the podcast, look at it on our website, YouTube, our app. That's the best way to get it. You got to go watch that message. Um, the first thing I'm going to pray is that you move. Everybody look at me. Many times people will say, I'm in my waiting season. Wait a minute if you've ever said that or ever heard somebody say that. This is just my waiting season. And while I'm waiting on God to do this, and or they said something similar, I'm just waiting on this. I'm waiting on the Lord to do this. What if I told you that most of your weights are your weights? You missed it. Most of your weights, W-A-I-T-S, are your weights, W-E-I-G-T-S. Most of your weights are your weights. This man was waiting for 38 years for something he did not need. The Bible says, Julia, there were four types of people that were sitting there at the pool by the pool of Bethesda. Bethesda means grace. 
Um, the place was a place of grace and disgrace simultaneously. Five is the biblical number of grace. The Bible says that there were five porches that were there, and there was a multitude of people laying out on those porches. Do me a favor, share whatever platform if you haven't shared. Here's the word. The word is that this man was waiting on something that he didn't need. Four types of people that were there. Number one, it was sick people. They're infected with something. Bible doesn't say he was sick. It says he has a spirit of infirmity. Number two, there were paralyzed people. These are people that are, 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 are unable to move. Number three, lame people. These are people who can't go forward. And fifthly, blind people. These are, or fourth, excuse me, people who cannot see. But look at me. He didn't fit the category. He was waiting on something he did not need. Father, I pray that whatever weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, that we are carrying, that is creating a weight, W-A-I-T, that, Father, that you show those things to us so that we can release those things. Y'all better put this in the comments. I release it. I release it. I release it. Show us the things that are weights that have made us wait, that have put us in a weight, that put us in a standstill, that have put us in a moment of immobility. For 38 years, this man waited. Now, he wasn't 38 years old. He was 38 years in waiting, which means he could have been 48. He could have been 58. He could have been 68. We do not know his age. What we do know is he spent the majority of his life up until that point based on the average lifespan of people at that time. He had spent the majority of his life waiting. And I pray that we not adapt that mentality of infirmity. Infirmity is not a sickness. It's the handicap that a sickness can bring. It's a mentality of handicap. So we prayed and we taught yesterday to be detoxed from the spirit of infirmity, from the spirit of handicap. I pray that we would not be waiting the majority of our lives for something that we do not need, that we would not be waiting, and that waiting has become a wait. I pray that we would release that. This is why when you told the man to get up and walk, you told them to take up your bed, which in Greek means get rid of it. So, Father, we get rid of the weights that are making us wait. Come on, y'all. We get rid of the weights, W-E-I-G. W-E-I-G-H-T-S, that are making us wait, W-A-I-T-S. We pray, and or uh, no S, but we thank you for that we would release those weights, those things that hold us down. You told them, get up, get rid of your bed, and walk. The reason I need you to release your bed, because your bed represents your excuses. Your bed represents your weight. Your bed, I hear the Lord represents for some of you your comfort zone you keep holding on to your comfort zone which is why you've never gotten to the end zone you've never got a touchdown you've never got a win you never saw what you wanted to see because you're holding on to something that's an excuse but it's a weight it's an excuse, but it's a way. I even hear the Lord saying for some of you, Neville Bishop, this is an excuse. This is, I feel, God says, call it what it is. Please, can you be honest in prayer tonight? Call it what it is. It's a weight. 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 It's an excuse and it's a weight. We must release it. It's an excuse and it's a it's a weight. We must release it. I heard the Lord say, stop saying that you're a woman and that's why it's not working for you. The Lord says it's the best time to be you. I hear the Lord say, stop 
saying you don't have the resources. God says, if you would simply make the decision to do what you're supposed to do, the resources would meet you there. Job 22, 28 says, and you will make a decision. You will decide a thing and then light will shine on your path. You won't see what to do until you decide you're going to do something. You're not going to know how to do it until you decide you're going to do something. And for that, we say thank you in prayer. I pray that we are not that man, a certain man, which means he doesn't have a name, which means we can inject ourselves into the story so that the revelation that happened for that man is revelation that happens and applies to us. A certain man sat by the pool waiting on something he did not need. He was waiting on a miracle he didn't need. I just heard the Lord say, for some of you, you have been praying for miracles. You don't need one. You just need to make a decision. Y'all, I want to run. You don't need one. You just have to make a decision. You don't need a miracle. You just have to make a decision. Could it be for 38 years, God let the other people get in front of the man to get to the pool because they really needed a miracle. He didn't need a miracle. I hear the Lord loud and clear in prayer tonight, Leora. The Lord says, you don't actually need a miracle. You just have to make a decision. You don't actually need something supernatural. God says, you have to make a natural decision. You don't need God to show up. God says, I have shown up. What more do you want me to do? What more do you want me to do? What more do you want me to show you? How much more do I have to do? to show you that I am with you. Come on, drop that in the screen. He's with me. God is with me. God is with me. Emmanuel, he is with us. He is with us. He is with us. He is with us. Come on, y'all are learning because somebody just typed it in the comments. Lock it in us. Lock a yes in us. You are with 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 me. Chesley, he is with you. He is with you. LaShawn, he is with you. Stephanie, he is with you. April, he is with you. Lisa, he is with you. He is with you. He is with you. He is with you. And because he is with you, God says, if I be for you, tell me who. Name somebody that's going to come against you and it's work. Name somebody that's going to oppose you and it work. Name something that's going to oppose you and it work. And nothing will be impossible for us. Jeremiah says, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And the answer, here's how we're going to end this segment, is nothing. Type nothing in the comments. Glory to God. Glory to God. Mr. Momo, why do you be clapping your hands when you pray? Uh, why do you do that when you pray? Why do you do that? Because the Bible says in the book of Job that men shall clap their hands and they will hiss the enemy out of his place. That men shall clap their hands and, and they will hiss the enemy out of his place. Let me give you this verse. Uh, that's Job 27, 23. Men shall clap their hands and they'll hiss him out of his place. So when you clap, just so you know that, it's not just giving God an applause like this is a show. <laughs> Clapping is actually an act of spiritual warfare. It's an act of spiritual warfare. This is why for some of you, you need to literally, when we get off of prayer tonight, you need to go clap around your house, clap around your car, clap around your computer tomorrow, clap around your office. What are you doing? What are you over there doing clapping? This is warfare. What do you mean this is warfare? For some of you, your kids, you need to clap over them in the morning. Mama, what you doing? Mama, what you doing? Daddy, what you doing? Oh, I'm just going to war? What do you mean you're going to war? What I'm doing is I'm hissing the enemy up out of here. I'm hissing the enemy up out of here. Think about it. 
um, whenever you want to, if you grew up and you had any kind of insects in your house, roaches, ants, well, not ants, but roaches, something like that, all you had to do was flip the lights on and they'd scatter. Um, you know, all you had to do to scare, I remember one time somebody was showing me something and um, and they were showing me that there was like a mice, some mice infestation in, in their business. And I was looking at it and all they had to do was expose where the rat was and the rat ran. Did you hear what I just said? Legina, did you hear what I just said? All they had to do was expose where the rat was and the rat ran. And for some of you, you don't even understand that in prayer, sometimes the reason I do those claps is because I'm exposing the rat. Come on here. The reason I do those claps, Chardin, is because I'm exposing the enemy. And the Bible says when we expose that mark, mark is an urban colloquialism, that means one that we do not enjoy. When we expose him, it makes him go. He has to go. He has to go. He has to go. Can I give you revelation about the clap? And then we're going to get right back to John chapter 5. Can I give you revelation about the clap? If you want me to give you more revelation in prayer about the clap, just say, go, Bishop, go, Bishop, go, Bishop. Do me a favor. Share if you haven't shared. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. If you want me to go, let me give you more revelation about the clap. Let me give you more revelation about the clap. All right? You ready? Here we go. I got enough. Let's go. What ends up happening, um, think about this. The, the, the next level of revelation about the clap, and men so clap their hands and hiss the enemy out of his place. When I clap my hands, you ready to celebrate something? I pay attention to who's not clapping because that makes the enemy show himself. I'm going to say it again. When you clap your hands to celebrate something, right, you can see who's not clapping, which makes the enemy show himself. And for some of you all, you need to pay attention to who's not clapping when there's a win for you. Because that made the enemy show himself. Pastor Leon, when the, when your church is doing something and it's people sitting out there and they not clapping, the enemy just showed themselves. Y'all ain't going to talk. When your friends, when you're trying to tell them something that God is doing for you and they don't clap, you just hiss the enemy out of his place. Y'all not listening. Y'all not listening because these comments will be on fire. When they don't clap, I just hissed you out your place because my celebration just revealed your lack of celebration, which just revealed to me you are an enemy, which just revealed to me you are harboring a spirit. The rat had to show themselves. The rat had to show themselves. For somebody like God, who are my enemies? Clap and they'll expose themselves. Father, we take you at your word. God, I feel like praying tonight. We, every time I'm in Atlanta, I go up in prayer. We feel like... And we thank you, God, that you have given us a way, according to the book of Job 27, 23, where we can make the enemy show himself, where we can make the enemy reveal himself. Because when we clap our hands, he's hissed out of his place. So, Father, let us pay attention to who does not clap when it's time to celebrate. To who does not celebrate when it's time to celebrate? When who does not rejoice in good news? The Bible says, rejoice with them that are rejoicing. Rejoice with them that are rejoicing. Rejoice with them that are rejoicing. Father, those that do not rejoice when it's time to rejoice have shown themselves, and the enemy has just revealed where he's at. And for that, we say thank you. I pray that between now and the end of this year, that you would be able to clearly distinguish who is for you and who is against you. And you don't confront snakes. You simply mark them. Your word says, God, 
that you mark such a one. You mark such a one that uh, that's Romans 16, 17 through 18. He says that there's you mark such a one and you don't deal with them. In other words, once you find the snake, I mark you and I keep it moving. It's not my job always to confront you and to deal with you because sometimes what the enemy wants to do is to steal your energy. I pray that nothing would steal your energy so that you don't put energy into them. You don't put energy into meeting with them. You don't put energy into talking to them. You don't put energy in trying to convert them. You cannot convert them. I heard the Lord say there's several of you. You keep trying to convert people. You are not a converter. You are a Christian. You are not a converter. You're not the snake whisperer. Who am I talking to right now? You keep going back to the same people, having the same conversations to try to convert them. But the enemy's robbing you of your energy because every time you feel like you got through, there's another breakdown a few weeks later. Your only assignment is to mark them and then deal with them accordingly. I see I'm talking to you, Leor. You're not the only one. Who else am I talking to? And it's not your responsibility to change a snake. I see you, Starseed. I see you, Paul. Paul, I think that's what it is. I see you, Ava. I see you. I pray that we put our energy on moving forward. This is why Jesus, he never, ever confronted Judas. He never said anything to him. He never said anything to him because he knew that Judas was a waste of his energy. He knew what Judas was doing. The Bible says in the book of John that Judas was stealing the whole time. Jesus knew that what Judas was doing, he just chose not to address it. It didn't make him weak. Because I hear some of you saying, but I just I ain't going to let nobody do me no way. <laughs> They're not doing anything to you. They are doing something for you. They're not doing anything to you. They are doing something for you. God will get the glory out of what they think, what they mean for evil. Come here, Genesis 50 and 20. God will flip that thing. Put that in the comments. Flip it. He'll flip it for your good. Jesus never, ever confronted Judas. He never, ever did that. Why? That's Romans 16, 17, and uh, 18. He never confronted Judas. He simply marked him and knew what he was. And this is why, even when he was getting ready to betray him, conventional wisdom, conventional wisdom would say, why didn't Jesus try to talk him out of it? Why didn't Jesus try to make him do it different? Why didn't Jesus try to, mm -mm, because Jesus already knew he was going to do what he was going to do. But Jesus has already made his mind up that I will go through and I will be everything that I am supposed to be, and I will get everything I'm supposed to get out of this moment. And for that, we say thank you. Come on, y'all. Let's come up for breath. In Jesus' name, drop a yes, Lord, in the comments. Drop a yes, Lord, in the comments. Come on, y'all. We're going in tonight. Do me a favor. you got to share. Come on. Thank you, Apostle. Appreciate you. got to tap the screen over here on TikTok and share Instagram. Y'all got to share every other platform. you got to make sure that you share. When you share, people get saved. You have seen, hopefully, if you don't know the good news, I'll tell you the good news. Over 2,100 people have given their lives so far to the Lord this year. We'll exceed 2,200 this week. This week, we'll exceed 2,200. And all of that is for God's glory and because of the Lord. And he uses your share so that more people come to him. So if you haven't shared, make sure that you share. Guys, did y'all just get something out of, the, out of what we just prayed? Okay? Because I sense tonight very strongly in prayer. Many of you, you spend too much of your time trying to convert people. There have been times where the Lord 
um, the Lord makes sure I don't get caught off guard. I learn how to pray in such a way that I don't get caught off guard. So he'll prepare me for something months in advance so that when something happens, I'm not caught off guard. I expected it. And somebody says, well, why didn't you do something to try to try to change? Try to, mm -mm. Because watch me, Judas is going to do what Judas is going to do. And let me just say this for somebody. And Judas always ends up taking his own life. Judas always ends up taking himself out. The Lord is going to warn you. Come on, just put that in the comments. He'll warn me. He'll warn me. He'll warn me. He'll warn you. And you'll be good with it. You'll be good. You won't be shocked. You won't be frustrated. You won't be upset. You won't be mad. Like, no, oh, I knew this was coming. God is good. Praise the Lord. They're going to do what they're going to do. You got it? Okay, because you got to keep it moving. Because when you start putting a bunch of energy in that, trying to convert people, trying to convert a snake, you literally waste your energy. They're going to be, a, look at me, and whoever they go to after you, they're going to be a snake to them too. Did you hear what I just said? They're going to be a snake to them too. Snakes don't change. They don't. They may shed their skin, but they don't change their nature. It got quiet right there. Come on, y'all. We got we got six bonus minutes in prayer tonight because we had to, or five bonus minutes in prayer because we had to start five minutes late because of the connection issue. Snakes may shed their skin, which means they may represent and repackage themselves, but their nature is the same. Did you hear what I just said? Because I've sensed in prayer, just let me go up in the prophetic. I sense in prayer tonight that there's a few of you tonight where you're bitter because it feels like somebody that did you wrong, like they are doing somebody else right. And you're like, well, why didn't they do me? And it's making you question you. It's making you doubt you. Hear me. They may have shed their skin and repackaged themselves, but their nature is the same. Who is that? Who is that? That's tweetable. Somebody should tweet that to me or X that to me. Somebody should threads that to me, the new Twitter or the new, all right, the new Twitter. You got to hear that. Tamara, that's you? Mimi, that's you? Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? Hey, you felt that one? Come on, Shanine says yes. Ray says who that? They may shed their skin, but they don't change their nature. I hear the Lord loud and clear. I just need to say this, and he told me the name. I'm not going to say the name. I just need to say this. God, Lord, I hear you loud and clear tonight. He told me the name. I'm going to say the name. He said, he said to say this to you. He will do her the same way. You dodged the bullet. Now, who is that for? Who is that for? God, I heard the name, but in open settings like this, I don't like to do that. I don't like to do that. Let's push in prayer. John chapter 5. Boop. We went over there. We did like navigation did me today. Navigation took me through. I went through so many neighborhoods today. I think I saw all of Atlanta today. I went through so many different neighborhoods where it took me all around all kind of different ways. I said, this is, where is this? Then all of a sudden I pop up at my destination. All of a sudden I pop up at my destination. So listen, John chapter five, this man is waiting on a miracle for 38 years. He's more than 38 years old. He's waiting on a miracle he doesn't need. So Pay attention. There's sick people. There's lame people. There's paralyzed people. There's blind people. He is none of those people. And last night in part two, I talked to you about how your circle can sometimes reinforce your toxic. So one of the things that I've been saying a lot lately, um, and I need to, us to pray about, is your circle. 
because the people you're around will either, you ready? They'll reinforce what God is doing or they'll ruin it. Did you hear me? They'll either reinforce what God is doing in your life or they will ruin what God is doing in your life. That man was around people who ruined it. They ruined it because he's thinking he's got an issue he doesn't have. He's not sick, but he's around sick people. So he thinks he's sick. You ever been around somebody that was sick and then you walk around, <coughs> you ain't sick. What just happened? You had a mild form of hypochondriasm. You literally began to tell yourself that something's wrong. That's not. It's not. They will either reinforce it or ruin it. And I need to pray. We're going to pray that in the in between now and the end of this year, that God surrounds you with reinforcers. Look at me. And you don't need many. It might just be one. It might just be one. You ready? He's around sick people, so he feels sick. He's around blind people, so he's like, I don't know if I can see. Boy, bye. You can see. Come on, put this in the screen on the screen. Type this in the comments. I'm not sick and I can see. I'm not sick and I can see. Then he's around lame people. These people won't move forward. These are people who talk it but never do it. And when you're around talkers that aren't walkers, you can become a professional talker. You can sell a dream, you just can't live it. Come on, y'all. You're not sick. You you can see and you can walk. And you can walk. And you can walk. You can walk. And remember, these are natural things, but they have spiritual implications. But you can't see yourself beyond where you're at. You have to feel your way through because you don't know what you're doing. Come on here. Okay? Sick. You're infected with something. Something has infected you so you're not operating at the fullness of your capacity. We're about to knock down all four of these things in prayer. Okay? Then lame. These are people who won't move forward. They won't go forward. They won't. It's easy to talk about the past. You know you're around somebody lame because their conversation is lame. Did you hear what I just said? You know you're around somebody lame because their conversation is lame. Everything they're talking about is the past. They don't have anything to talk about now because they're not going forward. You're not lame. Put that in the comments. You're, I'm not lame. I am not lame. You're not sick. You are not. Uh, 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 blind, you are not uh, infected. Here's the last thing. Sick, blind, lame, last one, paralyzed. These are people who are immobile. They're inactive. It's not that they won't move forward. They won't move at all. And when they do move, their movements are distorted. You're none of these four. The Bible says the man had an infirmity. It's none of these four. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that we recognize none of those four things apply to us. I pray, God, that we not be infected with something that impairs how we operate. Come on. I pray that we not be blind and not be able to see where we're going, see what we're doing, to see clearly. I come against lack of focus. I come against and pray uh, against foggy thoughts and foggy ideology and foggy implementation. I hear the Lord saying in prayer tonight, for some of you, your steps, you know they're ordered, but they just seem foggy. The Lord's about to clear up the fog in your sight. It's not because of you. It's because you're around other people who can't see. 
It's not that you can't see, you're around other people who can't see. So consequently, they have become ruiners instead of reinforcers of what God wants to do in and through your life. Clear it up, God. Clear it up. We are not those that are paralyzed. We are not those that won't move at all. And when we do move, that our movements are, are irregular. They're erratic. They're not, uh, they're not uh, um, to the fullness of what they could and should be. None of those four apply to us. We declare that we are not the infirmed, the spirit of handicap. We are not the infirmed, but we are those that will get up, put away our bed, put away our excuses, and we will walk, and we will walk, and we will walk, and we will walk. Did you drop that in the comments? I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm walking. You'll notice in prayer, we're, I'm hitting lots of things that I've said in yesterday's messages because part of detoxing means you got to get it all out. You got to get it all out. Even on Wednesday's message, we're going to get it all out. We have to make sure we get all of this out of us. We have to make sure we get all of this out of us. We have to make sure we get all of this out of us. So let's push. We got where it's uh, 10 o'clock um, uh, mountain, excuse me, 10 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock mountain. We have five additional minutes in prayer, you all, because we started five minutes late. So let's do this last part. Let's do this last part. Then we're going to wrap it up. Do me a favor. Share on every platform. If, when you share, people get saved. The Bible says that when Jesus gets to the man, he says to him, do you want to be made well? The man responds with something that's called learned helplessness. Learned helplessness. The man responds. Jesus asked the man a yes or no question. He doesn't ask him, do you need to be healed? Because he doesn't need a healing. He doesn't ask him, do you need a miracle? Because he doesn't need a miracle. The man can walk. And I talked to this in yesterday's message. He could walk the whole time. He could walk. He could see. He wasn't sick. He wasn't paralyzed. He was none of the four. He was none of the four. But he was surrounded by the four. I pray, God, that we have a circle of people that reinforce what you're doing in us and through us and don't ruin it. Don't let us be about around ruiners. And I heard the Lord say, and for some of you, the ruiners are your own flesh and blood. For some of you, the ruiners are people that you love. For some of you, the ruiners, I hear you, Lord, loud and clear. For some of you, the ruiners are people that have been in your life for many years. This is why you don't even recognize they're toxic because it's just, you become so comfortable around their toxicity that it seems normal to you. Mm -mm. Lord, put us around reinforcers. Come on here, Mahogany. Around reinforcers. Around reinforcers, not ruiners. In Jesus' name. All right, come on, let's go. Jesus asked him a question and the man responds with something called learned helplessness. In other words, learn helplessness says, and I'm going to teach about this on Wednesday Night Live Bible study. It's going to be amazing. Learn helplessness says that even though I have the answer and I have a way out, I choose to still be helpless. Did you hear what I just said? Even though I have the answers and even though I have a way out, I choose to act as if I don't. I've learned to act helpless. Did you hear me? I've learned, learn helplessness says, Kizzy, it says, I've learned to act like this can't change. I've learned to act like I'm in a struggle. Um, I'm going to use a really crazy analogy and we got to wrap this up. Um, I'm going to use a really crazy analogy. Um, I like, I like watching uh, horror movies. And the reason I like them is because most times they're funny 
I like the suspense. And I also recognize Christians, you know, we're light in darkness. And some Christians say, I don't like that. And that's fine if you don't like that. I like them. Uh, one, because I just, I like the entertainment. I like the suspense. But I also like being able to look at things that are supposed to be scary and diffusing the fear. And for some of you, you're going to have to do natural things to kill your fear. Um, I was talking to a man of God today and we were in a, we were in a tall, tall building. And as we walked past one of the windows, he said, oh no, I got to come away from there. I'm scared. I said, man, you better get over. I said, what are you talking about? You're scared. I said, wait a minute. So you're going to cast out devils and stuff, but you're scared of this tall, this, this height. I said, you better get over here and look at this. I said, I'm going to make you go to Six Flags again. You're going to get on the roller coaster with me. He said, listen, he said, well, I'll just, I'll hold your stuff, Bishop. He said, I'll be your adjutant. He said, I'll hold your chapstick. I'll hold all your stuff. I'll make sure you're good. I'll make sure you're taken care of. He said, but I, I am not getting on a roller coaster. I said, well, what you're doing is you're allowing something in the natural to reinforce something in the spirit. Just hear what I'm saying, y'all. Because I know some of y'all are like, I don't like to be the bishop. I'm not saying you have to do that. Listen to what I'm saying. um, There's the Bible teaches us in 1 Corinthians 15 that natural things teach us spiritual principles. So here we go. Here we go. Here we go, Crystal. Natural things teach us spiritual principles. Here we go. All right. Um, So uh, in the there was a remake of this film, Halloween, a remake of the film Halloween. uh, Rob Zombie did it a few years ago. And in the second movie, the girl, there's this girl that's in this in this shed. And she's crying out, let me go, let me go, let me go, let me go. And she's hollering and she's screaming and she said, let me go. And in her mind, she's fighting off someone. You ready? That's not there. I set you up to take you there. Rita, I set you up to take you there. In her mind, she's trying to get free from something. She's trying to get free from something that's not even holding her down. And I say this to you tonight. What are you trying to get free from that ain't even got you? Talk to me, prayer. What are you asking God to deliver you from that you not, that's not even, it doesn't even have you. It doesn't even have you. It doesn't even have you. She's screaming, let me go, let me go. And so the sheriff walks in like, I think, uh, Laurie, he says, Laurie, 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 she's hollering in spirit. Some of y'all, you hollering and screaming and acting a fool. And God is like, what's the problem? What's wrong? Nothing's holding you. Jesus says to this man, do you want to be made well, Crystal? You know what the man says? Sir, I ask you a yes or no question. Learn helplessness. Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool. So you don't actually want to be better. You don't want to because you've learned to be helpless. Let's end prayer this way. God, over this week, we pray that we would not suffer from, dabble in, walk in, learn helplessness. Where we are literally trying to free ourselves from something that doesn't have us. That we are making excuses for why we can't do what we can do. For why we aren't able to walk in what we can literally walk in. I pray that that would not be our story, that that would not be our testimony. In Jesus' name, just drop a yes vote in the comments. Guys, we got to go because now we're a little over an hour in prayer. Last two things I want to do. A prayer bless you tonight. I want to encourage you to sow. Always, always, always bless what blesses you. 
And for those of you in the medical field, because I know we have lots of nurses and doctors and things like that, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, you know the name of this, what I'm speaking of. You know the psychological terminology, learn helplessness. You understand that. You see that in people every single day. My medical people wave at me if I'm telling the truth. Right. You've seen this with people. You see this, you nurses, you've seen this with people who are saying that they are dealing with something that you're like, no, you're not. Right. My doctors, you see this too. Right. Listen, if prayer bless you, I want you to bless it and always bless what blesses you. Um, our seed tonight, our seed tonight is going to be this. You're going to literally call this seed tonight your John 5 seed, your John 5 seed. And whatever you sow, you put a five in it. Um, you can do $50, 55, 25, 35, 105, 500, 5,000, um, 50,000, whatever. You put a five in it. This is your John 5 seed. This week, we're going to really, we're going to really spend a lot of time on that John 5 um, and that story because there's so much revelation in it that applies to us. That's the name of the seed, my John 5. You want to just make it your J5? You can do that too. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, and Givelify. Those methods are available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Listen, guys, you don't just want to eat and then not sow. You don't just want to eat and then not pour back into what's poured into you. No, nobody would go into a restaurant, eat good, and then get up and walk out. Um, you, you would expect them to say, hey, you, you want to you honor what it is that you've just received. And as a sower and as a giver, I always make it a point to do that. Um, even if I get an idea from a pastor or an idea from somebody else, and I'll bless always bless what blesses you so john 5c whatever you sow you put a five in it you put a five in it all right somebody said five thousand five hundred fifty five. you can do that too all right but whatever you sow you put a five in it five is the number of grace five is the number of favor there were five porches where that man was in john chapter five Whatever. uh it's john chapter five there's so much revelation in that he had been that way for 38 years jesus stepped over everybody else to get to this man because this man didn't need what he thought he needed. I hear the Lord saying, for some of you, you think you need the credit. You don't need it. Who is that? God, my prophetic is really going. Come on, we got to get to the invitation. How to say for Zell? Sure, read it. You just use hello at harvestchurch.church. That's the email, hello at harvestchurch.church. And for those of you who use Zell, it'll say the church's full legal name for Zell. But if you use hello at harvestchurch.church, it has that. We're working on getting them to change that to Harvest Church. It just has a full corporate legal name, all right? But hello at harvestchurch.church. You literally are not going to need the credit that you think you need. There's a business owner. You're, you're, you literally have not gone into the bank because you're afraid of the conversation. You're afraid of what they may tell you no to. I heard the Lord say right now in prayer, he's about to take away your fear of no. Who is that? You're a business owner. You literally have not gone to the bank to have the appointment because you're afraid of a no. Who are you? Wave at me. Wave at me. Who are you? Who are you? Where are you at? Where are you at? How many souls saved? Oh, over 2,100. Over 2,100. Is Super Chat available on your YouTube? I think so. I think so. All right. I see you. Go do it. Go do it. Go do it. Go do it. Yes, God. There's somebody you're watching right now. You've not gone. You have not gone to the doctor because I hear the Lord loud and clear. I have to hear exactly what he said. 
because you're afraid of what the diagnosis might be. You're afraid of what the diagnosis might be. I heard the Lord say, today, he's about to do for you what he did for Hezekiah. You're going to type these words in all caps if I'm talking to you. You're going to type in all caps, I repent. Because the Lord said, it was going to be what you thought it was. But when you release this, I repent in the comments, he's about to give you a Hezekiah. He's about to give you a Hezekiah. The Bible says Hezekiah repented. He turned his face to the wall and God added 15 years to his life. In other words, God flipped it. God's going to flip that for you. Whoever you are, you drop that in the comments. I repent. I repent. I repent. Mm -mm. I heard the Lord say, mm -mm. he's going to flip that thing. He's going to flip that thing. Come on, y'all. We got to go. Ooh. Come on here. Oh, glory to God. All right. Get your seat in the ground. Last thing I want to do. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, whatever platform you're on. And I count to three. I'm going to ask you to just do the hand wave emoji or say it to me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On three, you do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Respond right there. Right there. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Well, Mr. Foreman, I, I made mistakes. Great. Jesus paid for your mistakes. There's no place too low where the blood of Jesus cannot flow. I see you over on TikTok. I see you. That's one. That's two. I see you. More importantly, God sees you. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at, anywhere across America, around the world, I see you over there on Facebook. There's three. Wherever you are at, do that hand wave emoji or say, it's me. Bishop Foreman, what is it to be saved? What is it to give my life to the Lord? What am I being saved from? Number one, you. You're being saved from yourself. Number three, you're being saved from hell. Number three, you're being saved from figuring out there's four, from doing this thing called life on your own. You're being saved from you. Salvation isn't the ending. It's the beginning. You're not just saved. There's five. There's six. There's seven. There's eight. You are not just being saved. There's nine from something. Everybody hear me clearly. You are being saved for something. Salvation isn't the end. Like I got saved, that's it. No, man. Salvation is the beginning of something new. There's nine. For everybody that's watching me, if you're already a Christian, you're already saved, I need you praying right now. Thank you, Brad. And if you're praying, let me know you're praying in the comments. Just say, I'm praying. Don't do the hand with emoji. Say it's me because we're counting. Why do you count, Bishop? Because these lives matter to God and they matter to us. Because each one of these is a life that matters to God, but not just a number. You're not just saved from something. You're saved for something. Somebody should tweet that to me. Insta story that for me. You're saved for something. If salvation was the goal of life, and that's the end, once you're saved, you could die. That's not the goal. That's the beginning. That's that's like, you know, if you're playing a football game and you, you know, you're at the 50 yard line talking about, woo, we made it. No, that's the beginning. The goal is to get to the end zone. Let's get to the end zone. Where are we at? 11? There's at least one more of you. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I know we're a total of 15 minutes over, but we had the bonus of five minutes. All right. I like to, to, to honor the Lord, but I also like to make sure that we do our best to be efficient. There's at least one more of you. We're going to pray, um, but whoever that last person is, that holdout, the Lord just showed me your face. There's one holdout and you're literally, you're sitting on the edge. 
they're sitting on the edge like i don't know if i should do this i don't know i don't know what's going on i'm not really sure um i don't want to be embarrassed you won't be embarrassed whenever you were bishop foreman you're in a safe place you gotta know that but more importantly but more importantly right there but more importantly because you need to know jesus said if you deny him publicly he'll deny you i don't know about you i don't want to think things are good with me and god i don't want to think things good are good with me and god and then he'd be like, I don't know you. Depart from me. You work her iniquity. He said, your mama got scared too. Your daddy got scared too. Iniquity. Generational sin has passed down and around. You got to hear that. All right. Everybody pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, Lord, Give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Just pray that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord. Take your phone out. Text the word harvest to 554 when you're on your phone, more than likely already, except for those of you that watch it on your TV or uh, your iPad or what have you. Text the word harvest to 55498. When you do that, I'm going to shoot you a text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. You just, when you get the text, you just enter the option for salvation. And when you do that, just follow the prompts. It's going to get you the message. Why? Because we're going to follow up with you. So for those of you that have never sent that text, we follow up with every person that does that. We follow up with a phone call. We follow up with uh, resources. We follow up with email. We follow up to make sure that everything they need, they have to walk this walk. So you do need to know that. It's not just a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Mm -mm. I'm a shepherd. So shepherds guide people through their process. You got to hear that. All right? And those are 11. We call them, we, uh, Naomi, we call them, um, those are decisions. Those are going to be decisions. Those are decisions is what we want to call those because those are people who have made the decision to give their lives to the Lord. If you're not in America uh, and you can't send the text, just go to the website and tap the Jesus button and it'll give you the, it'll walk you through the same process. All right. I love you guys. Get your seed in the ground, whatever it is. You put a five on it and you call this your John chapter five seed. Again, how can you sow? Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman to number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zell, Gillify, and Given. That's available. And um, the email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. Again, pray for me. That's 12 tonight. Pray for me. I leave early to go to Orlando tomorrow. I'll be in Orlando tomorrow. It'll be on my Instagram story and Facebook story for those of you. So if you're in Orlando, you can actually be part of the studio audience there for that taping tomorrow. And then I leave early on Wednesday to go back to Denver. And then I'm scheduled to be gone Thursday morning and Friday to Friday and Saturday to in Chicago. So it's a marathon of a week, but I love it. So thank you for your prayers. And of course, you can still do a prayer, of course. But if you still doing a pop-up, of course. But if you still doing Wednesday Night Live Bible Study, of course. Absolutely. We keep it moving around here. God is good. I love you all. Have a good night. Get your seat in the ground. And make sure you share once we go off. Love you. Shalom. Love you all. Shalom. Last but not least, IG. Love y'all. Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof. Not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.